Drogba in der Mitte, da Schneider, Schneider Hello, hello. What's up? How's it going? Welcome to the Lions Den, a Galserai podcast done by the community for the community. Today is episode 53, and I'm joined by my boys, John, Saleh, and Maz. We're going to be talking about some stuff today, a lot of stuff today. Hopefully, you guys are in a better mood after yesterday. You took it right out of my mouth. And I'm going to start off with Maz. Maz, how are you feeling today? Yeah, um, I feel, I feel great. I feel great. I want to start off by saying I had a summit moment. I had a dream last night, guys. Um, believe it or not, I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw that Fernanda drew. 3-3. I woke up at 5am. Because I'm in Australia, so all the games get played at night. I woke up at 5am. I checked the scores. And it was 3-3. So... Call it superstition, call it divine intervention, call it whatever you want. But I saw it, I saw it in my dream, bro. And I am so happy. I am so insanely happy right now. You don't understand. You know, you know, it's, it's crazy because I think you and John have some kind of wavelength together because John actually, while he's in, you know, North America time, he actually called that, that game would end in a draw. John, what? What did you feel in that moment that felt that gave you that that thought process that they were gonna draw, and you even called out the time? Listen, I'm I'm no I'm no mystic Maz, all right, but you know Stradamus. <laughs> Thank you for this compliment. <laughs> I, I've seen enough football in this country to know what's gonna happen, and uh, literally this always happens. Like whenever there's a close title race, if one team loses or drops points. Everyone expects the team, the other team in the race, the next game to, you know, come through. And they always, always flop. They always drop the ball. And Fener being Fener, come on, man. I saw that one coming. I'm a mile dude, away. <laughs> dude, usually every single Fener game that I watch, these guys were coming back last minute. And, and I, I would just always be like demotivated afterwards. And today I was like, you know what? I'm not watching this game. Screw this. They're probably going to win. Istanbul has like five players missing. I'm not in a good mood after yesterday's loss of points, but I don't watch the game and we and they lose points. I'm over the moon. Never watching another Fenerbahce game again. Saw it. What did you do today that uh, shifted the stars for Fenerbahce to lose uh, points? We all seem to seemingly did something. What, what happened with you? Before I uh, talk about myself, I want to turn it back to you. Well, I'm starting to see a pattern here. So if you don't give a score... We seem to usually do pretty all right, win. If you don't watch a Fener game, they apparently also start to choke. Maybe you should, uh, you know, stop watching football altogether and we'll, uh, you know, get the championship in, you know. Apparently when you have your eyes on the game, <laughs> bad shit starts to happen. You know, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something else. I started watching the, the Arsenal game when you guys were down 3-1 uh, and you guys came back 3-3. So does mm -hmm. this mean I should be watching Arsenal games from now on too? <laughs> Perhaps, but let's not talk about that game. That was a horrible game, unfortunately. But uh, to move on, what did I do to move the stars today? I'm actually really think about it. I 
Actually, for once, I also didn't watch the Fener game. I, I, I didn't even follow the score, uh, what I normally actually do, like on my PC or mobile. I was just like, you know what, fuck it, they'll probably come back anyway. <laughs> and when I saw that it was 3-3, you know, 90 plus 6, if I recall correctly, I was like, I mean, not only me, I think John, like, tried to pull all the divine powers that he had by <laughs> calling towards God to please let it just end this way. Even though the game went to 90 plus 10, I think. Or even longer. It's just, uh, yeah, the end in draw. That, that's about it, man. No, no. Today, Fener Atana Kadar didn't work, unfortunately <laughs> for them. Fortunately for us. Yeah, also um, for us. But, yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, you never know what happens. This is football, man, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of never knowing what happens, I guess we can start going into some of the news that happened recently. And something that really shocked me to my core was the uh, Gomez incident. So, for those that do not know, Gomez apparently did not want to play for the remaining games. So, this is what Okambura came out and said after his press conference yesterday. While for Timmy Gomez did not want to play for the rest of the season because we substituted Barish Alper in the Alanya Sport game. So, I, I like when we first heard this news, I'm like... This is kind of bullshit. This is probably not real because at first, this was like, like random, you know, news sources saying this. But then when Okan Buddha came out and said this himself, I could not believe that this was actually a real thing. Like, how can this happen? And Gomez, after the match, comes out and says that he had heard a lot of claims on his behalf, and he said he was quite surprised. He says, "I can't be responsible for tonight's results because I wasn't on the pitch." As in many matches where the team won and did very well without me, I have had bad I've had a bad back, and that's the reality. Well, I don't know, guys. What do you guys think? I think he's kind of bullshitting. But before you say anything, actually, let me finish. We did apparently say that. Um, well, what happened was, I think Gomez had apologized to Dusan Uzbek and Okan Buruk, and I think all is forgiven now. So that, that just to top it off, that's the whole situation right now. But go ahead, Maz. Look, I, I'm, I'm glad he apologized and it's all good now. That's what should have happened anyway. But um, I actually didn't like his response, should I say, to Orkan Buruk. Because the, the way he's talking, is, it's almost insinuating that he's saying that the club is lying. Because Orkan Buruk saying he didn't want to play because Barashal Yilmaz got uh, subbed in. And he's saying, nah, 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 I just had a bad back. This is, what did he call it? Did he call it locker room talk? Something? Or I don't want to put words mm -hmm. in his mouth, but that's some that's some stuff that were that's some words that were flying around. Um, it, it's it's a very bold move to speak like that in the first place because you that's that's your coach, that's your that's your president directly, and especially like especially why would like Okan Buruk even lie on this question, right? Like, what benefit yeah. does he get from telling you know the world that? I mean the world, the, the ones who watch basically that Gumis doesn't. I'll tell play. you what. Why would he chaos Sarai? Because this is we need chaos Sarai. Gal Sarai. I can't remember the uh, one season where we we were champions and there wasn't any sort of chaos in our club. One season, John. Do you know of any? Because I can't remember any. I, I, there's always some point where you know all hell breaks loose. That that's a given. You know that's gonna come sooner or later. But like Sarli just said, the coach has no reason to lie about something like this. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> the coach is not the person that's going to start um, 
you know, like turmoil within the team for no reason, right? Like I, I would, I would say the truth of the situation, regardless, just being because you know, obviously, with however many games we have left, the fans noticing Gomez not even in the squad, never mind on the bench, but not in the squad. That's that's going to raise some questions. So I think it's better to just get it out of the way now. Um, you know, people will talk about it for a day or two, and then it'll be over. You know, especially at this point of the season, there's bigger things to talk about, but. Um, I don't know what to say about Gomez, man. I, I kind of didn't expect this from him, especially at the, you know, in the situation that we're in, in this close title race, but I don't know, man. I don't know who he thinks he is, but I, I, I don't want to, I don't, bro. yeah, I don't want to see him play anymore. There's, there's no need for it, honestly, in my opinion. So you basically I mean, just say, oh, sorry, I mean, I cut you off there. No, I was just going to say, I mean, Gomez saved us quite a lot. In the beginning of the season, I can't really say he hasn't been useful at all and that he can't be useful from this point on. But his actions, like, you know, John said, I don't think I want to see him do what he did now and still be a part of this team because I I don't know what he's saying or doing in the locker room at this point. To You know, maybe he's drawing down the confidence of the other players. But, uh, yeah, Sadie, what were you going to say? I, I was just going to echo more so that, like, who does he think he is, right? I mean, he's a 30-year-old uh, player. And it's obvious that he won't always start or always will be subbed in. Like, he hit a certain age that, you know, at times, other plays might be more useful. Like Barish, he just brings more pace to the game, basically. And the way he conducted himself, just like you guys mentioned, I, I really, first of all, didn't expect it because we mostly say that he's a role model and he's, you know, he... It's sort of a, like a mentor type role sometimes of the other players. And then it came out this way is really like shameful. Would I not want to see him play at all? That I don't know. Um, I mean, if he can, again, get us some points, like I wouldn't mind at all. But yeah, this this behavior is really unacceptable. Like, the, dude, the, if, if you... Go ahead. No, I just want to see the situation itself is just very weird. Because first of all, this has been said. Then... You know, Gomez denies it and just like Maz said, like insinuating that the club is lying. And then a day after, it's all good. Apparently he just apologized and well, it's like nothing happened. That's that's how it's Yeah, I don't know if the trait. fans are gonna accept it. I don't know how he's gonna go out to that field. And you know what the funny thing is? La the yesterday's game against Fatih Karagumrik was the perfect opportunity for him, in fact, when Cardi was injured. And we saw how he was not fit to play. Icardi, he did not seem like himself. And that was the perfect opportunity that he missed that he could have been a part of to actually make a difference in that game. And look what, what happened. So he shot himself in the foot, basically. He did. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, Maz, would you want to see him play for um, us after that? Look, he's still a God's Day player at the, at the end of it. Right. So it wouldn't be... F well, I don't want to say it wouldn't be fair to write him off, but we're still paying this guy a wage, so he might as well it play. Is. Maybe scoring a couple more. How much? How much does he have this season? He's got a, he's got a, quite a bit this season, I think, from the start of the season. Um, and the other thing is as well. I don't want to add fuel to the fire, but it's not the first time he's doing something like this. In his last stint, he also had issues with his wage. He asked right. for an astronomical amount, so it's kind of clear this guy's slightly. Toxic, only kind of thinks about himself, kind of person. 
Um, look, which is fine. Everyone has their own different personality and their different quirks, but this is guys today. You can't, you can't walk around like a Kabadaya, uh, <laughs> demanding things saying, I'm not going to play until the end of the season. I have a bad back. <laughs> yeah. The club is saying this, it's wrong. It's, it's not. The problem that I have more with this is look, just like you said before, it's normal that, you know, you ask for more money or whatever in the end. If you don't think about yourself, no one else will, right? It's just yeah. the timing. Why would you do it right now when you have like X amount of game, like how many games left, basically, and we're in a title race, fighting with Fener over uh, of this title, which is pretty, I would say still pretty neck and neck. It's just the timing that is just so off-putting that I really didn't like from him. Um, like if it was at the end of the season and we had the championship already, then I would be like, okay, you know, I don't care as much. But right now it's like... Should have waited with this, if I'm really honest. Yeah, Doesn't, uh, dude. Help a lot. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, everyone wants to be a part of this team. They want to be the legend, the guy that, you know, is remembered the most. They, I mean, you look at a card, he's, be, he's loved by everyone. You know, even despite his uh, mishap yesterday, people still love him. They're all going and coloring their hair blonde. Remember when um, Gomez first came to us? And he was killing it. Everyone was doing the Gomez celebration, the 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 line celebration. Mm-hmm. I think this that like he wants to be remembered like that. I think he wants to be a big role in this in this. Uh, hopefully, what is going to be a championship for us? I think he wants to be remembered as much as Icardi. And you can tell, like when he plays, he goes in. He's like he's doing things that will benefit him, but not the team. If that makes sense. Same, you see the same with Budish, and you see the same with Zaniolo. But the thing is, those other two, I can understand. They're younger, but you're you're Gomis, bro. You have been that clutch factor. Right now, you're not acting as the clutch factor. Mm-hmm. You're the anti-clutch. <laughs> it's not funny because I expect this behavior from Ikari, if anything, because this is the type of person we were told Ikari is before he came to Gas today, and he's been fine. He's been doing everything for the club so far, and. Yeah. This personal life aside, that doesn't concern us in any way. But we're seeing this behavior from Gomis. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a shame, point. honestly. <laughs> but anyway, I think if no one else has anything to add to that, we can move on to the game. Fatih Karagümrük, um, which ended on a 3-3 tie. Coach John. CC. You want to take us to the game. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. So this was round 31 of the Super League. We're at home to Fatih Karagümrük. Like you mentioned, um, this one ended 3-3, unfortunately, dropping points at home. Uh, we'll go into the starting 11 and some stats. So starting 11 was almost unchanged. We had Muslera in goal, of course, Sasha Boy, Victor Nelson, Abdul Kerim, Adekube, Lucas Torreira, Sergio Oliveira, Mertens, Karam, Rashitsa, and Zaniolo starting up top in place of uh, Icardi, who was uh, coming off a slight injury. We'll go into some stats. Unfortunately, we had a heartbreaking XG of 4.04. Fatih Karagümrük had 1.31 for their XG. We had 65% ball possession, 35% for Fatih Karagümrük. Nine shots on goal for us, three for them. And like I mentioned, a tragic 3-3 draw. We'll go through the, uh, the key events of the match. We opened scoring in the third minute. Kadam scored from a beautiful assist by Sasha Boy, which I'm sure we'll get into. And then in the 18th minute, 
we saw, <clears throat> excuse me, we saw Jagne score a goal that I've never seen him score in my entire life. I'm going to talk same, about that. Same, that, <laughs> that I can't believe it, bro. Yeah, that was just... Only against us. That was, I just couldn't believe it. Anyways, 10 minutes later, we had Borini score uh, to make it 2-1. And then Borini scored a few minutes after that to make it 3-1. Sorry, I'm going to repeat that. Something was going off in the background. We'll have to edit that. 10 minutes later, we had Fabio Borini make it 2-1. And then a few minutes after that... Borini again made it 3-1. And then we fortunately won a penalty right before halftime. Sergio Oliveira took the penalty. Usually, obviously, we have Acardi taking penalties, but he wasn't in the match, which I guess we'll bring that up later. But Sergio buried the penalty to make it 3-2 going into halftime. And then we had Sasha Bowie uh, tie the game 3-3 in the 80th minute. And uh, by the way, Acardi missing a penalty in the 67th minute, but... Those, those are pretty much the, uh, the key moments of the match. Um, if I can just sort of start unpacking it, you know, I, I think everyone thought after that first goal that we were, you know, we, we meant business. You know, we scored 10 goals combined in the last two games before. I thought it was going to be the same story. I thought we were going to put like five or six past them. And then it was just a string of just... I don't know. We were just unlucky for the rest of the half. Like, like I mentioned, we can start with, uh, with Jagne. Jagne scores a goal that I never seen him score in my entire life. They play the ball in behind Nelson. Uh, Jagne runs onto the ball on his weak foot and, you know, beautiful finish. Couldn't believe it. I thought for sure he was sending it wide or over the net or something. We had Borini score, um, you know, off a, a mistake that the ref made. He didn't give us a, a, a clear corner a, a minute before that, which led to Berini scoring. And then we had, uh, and, and by the way, Muslera had a pretty bad giveaway as well. And then the third goal they scored was unlucky. They had a shot from outside the box that sort of dipped, hit the post, bounced off Muslera, and they had like an open net tap in. So I, I couldn't believe how unlucky that was, but you know, I, I, I thought that we were going to be a little demoralized after that, but, but we, we were able to sort of to, to bring it back. But what do you guys think of that, that first half and those just wild string of events? Um, I'll start off by saying I, I don't think we played a bad game, actually, especially in the first half. We were getting, we were getting pressed pretty heavily. It was, it was pretty easy to see that, but we, we were getting out of the presses quite easily and making situations out making goal scoring opportunities out of those. Um, a lot of them didn't happen. As we saw, we had, I think, 20, 20, 20 something shots. Um, we had a string of bad luck with those th second and third goal. First goal, there's not a lot we could have done. It was a beautiful finish, like you said, by Jagne. The second one, yeah, sure. We didn't get the corner. Um, but having said that, Muslera, he's making the same mistakes. I think I can count maybe five or six off the top of my head, five or six goals like that off the top of my head that we've copped because of Muslera's same mistake. His distribution, he under pressure, he just cracks. Um, I actually realized I missed the first goal that we scored. First goal, a lot of people are talking about Sasha Bowie and it was a beautiful assist. He's doing what he does. But before that, um, Rashica had the ball and slipped up behind two of the defenders straight onto Bowie's feet. No one's talking about this. I just want to talk about it. Even though Rashica didn't have a 
great first half. He kind of, in the second half, he picked up a bit more. I actually think Rashidza played pretty bad in the first half. That first goal, that was all Rashidza. He got a through ball, I think, what's from Mertens? And then Mertens, yeah. he dribbled, held the ball, turned and slipped it. It was just class. It was pure class. Well, what do you guys think? Um, <laughs> oh, we started yeah, at um, um, Go ahead. Nah, I, I, I'll just say that <clears throat> I don't think it was necessarily that, <clears throat> just like you guys said, that we played bad. Just a few things that I just noticed is that Pati Karagumruk, <laughs> just like we expected, um, they were, yeah, they were kind of like up for it. And the way we built up, that's that's something I wasn't too much of a fan of in the first half. I felt like any time like uh, Torreira or Oliver in the middle had the ball, there was like no one else directly to really lay it off to or pass. So we went pretty long quite often. And yes, it did work from time to time. It's I was expecting just a bit more in the first half. Um, and the goals that we conceded, I mean, do I really need to talk about them? I think... All three have like something special to them. Like none of them were really, um, we were never really outplayed by them. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The first one is just a a ball that kind of bounces funnily towards. Uh, I think Bertolacci it was, and who gave a beautiful assist to Jagne. Yeah. And like jo- and like John said before, like the the Galsai Jagne or Kasim Pasha Jagne wouldn't finish that, but this new one, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's he's just um, the Italian connection between uh, him and Pirlo. Maybe it's that he's just aging like fine wine. He suddenly scores that one in, of course. Uh, also, like mentioned before, the second one is, I mean, okay, like the corner not being given, I can understand it, but at the same time, like sometimes a ref can have that wrong. I think this one is just yeah. more so on Muslera just underhitting it basically and giving a well an easy ball to Fatih Karagimruk. But the third one, like, it was either an own goal or, well, this happened. Because it did hit Bowie's head and he almost netted it in our own goal. That's, I think that's the most unlucky one, to be honest, of the three. There's, like, little you could do but it. It's a very bullshit-type goal, but it's, yeah, not much to do about it. It seems like if we're going to concede, this, this team, this is the only goals that we'll concede. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I was just right. I was just gonna say like they didn't really score from much organized play, like mm-hmm. the the first goal he he literally just played a ball in behind and Jagne was able to finish it but mm-hmm. there was no like build up there was no they 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 didn't I can't really say that they truly broke us down you know like especially the second and third goals which were just you know totally mm-hmm. fluky goals and mistakes and whatnot so you know I I I think. I, like I don't even think that we necessarily played a bad game defensively. It was just that the, these little one-off moments they were making us pay, and mm-hmm. um, you know it's 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 not a bad thing. Like you look at the the score sheet, you see we conceded three, but I mean at the end of the day, it's not like these you know mid-table teams were are, are breaking us down. You, you know it was mm-hmm. just sort of these one-off moments, which I, I think is a sort of positive to take from it, right? Yeah. You see, when you say breakdown, <clears throat> sorry, there's only one game that I can think of, one game that we were broken down and outplayed throughout the game, and that was the Kai City game in the first half of the season. There was no other game that I felt that we were break, like broken down in terms of tactics, where we were just outplayed in every, outplayed in every you know direction, every facet. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this even goes to say, like, Kara Gümrük, after they went up through those, you know, unfortunate goals, they didn't come to our goal very often. They didn't bring anything mm-hmm. more than uh, just, you know, counterattacks to the table. They sat back a lot. And it goes to show you that, <laughs> like, I'm looking at the, um, the ratings right now. Musler has the lowest score for us. And for the other team, one of the highest scores is their goalie, Batuan Shen, mm-hmm. right? Why? Because he made six saves despite saving, th- um, despite conceding three goals. That goes to show you that, yes, this team might concede three goals. And by the way, this is the first time we conceded three goals in the season. Unfortunate, but it happens. You know, it's bound to happen. We almost, dude, this team is giving me a lot of confidence, like, I know my team is going to score, even if I'm down two. Dude, it's not easy to come back when you're 3-1 down. It really is not. Mm-hmm. No, and to put pressure isn't. on the other team, especially when the other team is known to be able to score more goals than they, you know, that the average team in the Super League does, especially when they're up 3-1, right? But we didn't break down, and that's so positive to see, bro. That's one of the positive takeaways. And, and- uh, but a negative takeaway. Okay, go ahead, what? And another context, maybe I'm already moving ahead, but the thing is as well that, yes, they scored free, but if we, for example, maybe didn't have Zaniol up front, you know. That's what I was going to get into. Uh, exactly. And just have a, a fit Icardi or Gomez in that case, if he, uh, you know, wasn't uh, being a bitch, basically. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, Zaniolo was probably our weakest point today. Not today, sorry. In the Karagumrik game, which was yesterday. Um, if... If Gomez was available, if he didn't complain and, you know, do what he did, he would probably have been playing. Even though last time we talked, me and I believe Yasin, it was, we said that Zaniolo would play. And we were right, but we didn't think it was because of this. But I think Okan Hoja would have probably played Zani, I mean, Gomez. Gomez. I, th- I, th- I, think, yeah. I think that's what he said too. I, I think the whole reason why this came up is because someone asked him b- about Gomis, and I think he said that, like he, he they were discussing it, and then Gomis said, "No, I'm not playing for the rest of the season." Right? So I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's what happened. Um, which is, you know, we already said what we need to say about that. But like, this is your perfect opportunity, man. Yeah. Perfect opportunity, mm. and you're going to do what you did. Yeah. Is that what a shameful way to end your career? If you know. Like if we ha- like happen to lose the championship, because maybe this game might be the reason. You never know, right? Mm-hmm. You never know. But then you're gonna look back at this and just realize how stupid it was what you did. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the day, guys, like we have to remember as well. Like you know, the players know not not everyone can be a starter. You know, we have to put eleven exactly. players on the pitch, right? So the players that know. They're probably not going to start majority of the games like Mata, Gomis, like these, whoever, right? They have to understand what their role is in the team. And when the time comes where we call your name, you have to step up. Like you're a professional. This is what you do. This is what you're paid to do. This is what you apparently love to do, right? And I don't know if Gomis is just not wanting to play that role anymore, but if he doesn't, that's too bad for him because he's a 40 year old man now. So, you know, he can't, he's not going to play at this level consistently all the time. But anyways, we already spoke about Gomis, but <laughs> if I can sort of change gears for a second, I, I just, I wanted to bring, um, I wanted to bring up Bowie and his goal and assist. Uh, we, or we spoke about the assist already, but he, he scored as well. And he was the high, our highest rated player. He had a, a rating of 8.3. And um, 
I think, you know, we all know this guy is destined to play for a huge club. I think he has the potential to go really far in his career, but what a performance he put in, man. What a performance. I'm so happy for the kid. I've been waiting forever for him to score. And um, he's such a, um, he's just such a, a, a benefit to this team. He's such a credit to the team. He's such a, mm-hmm. he's such a huge role player yeah. as well. And, and we were discussing last week, you know, when he's gone, if, you know, we would use Dubois or, or uh, bring another transfer in and I don't know, man. I don't know if we can ever... I'm re- dreading that day. I, I don't know if we can <laughs> replace this kid, man. This kid is something else. He's electric. He's to so think, good. To think we were about to send him for basically peanuts mm, mm, in the beginning of the season. Mm. And now look at his current state. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned you mentioned the assist, bro. When that happened, when he got... Dude, I swear to God, I thought he was going to do what he usually does and lob it over the defense <laughs> and it going out again. Yeah. But I'm so glad he finally just like squares it yeah. to Kerem. And we also have to open a, a, a quick parenthesis for Kerem, man. This kid, every game, is either an assist or a goal. He's showing up, man. He, he is. Yep. And then, like, he might have not played the best game this game, but he still manages to be an asset for the team. Like, you know what they say, Nadia Nidia. Mm. You know, in the beginning of the season, this kid was being, again, shit on. Like, his morale was at the lowest point of his life, probably. Coming off a crazy season where everything was on top of him. Yeah. You know? I, I, I have and to, look where he's now. I have to say, really, I, I'm sure everyone would agree. Like, he has matured as a player so much this season. We were seeing it, you know, towards the end of last season. He was really coming along as a player. but. This year, man, like he had a he had a really rocky start, and he's just he's he's always managing to figure it out. You know, he'll go through rough patches of of poor form, yeah. and he just he finds a way. He always finds a way. He'll be dropped from the starting eleven. He'll come back. He'll score. He'll assist. Now he's breaking out Bro. as a player. He's scoring free kicks. He's assisting. Exactly. Like it's just the evolution's incredible, man. Bro, if his name was Keramino or something, oh, people would appreciate it. him more. Forget it, man. <laughs> That's 100 mil, bro. Kia 7. Oof, on the left wing. <laughs> you, you know, um, uh, uh, sorry, uh, another thing that I think a lot of people were talking about and a lot of people uh, want to hear us talk about is Zaniolo and, you know, how he played, how, he, how we expected him to play and uh, mm-hmm. what we think about him just in that position entirely playing in that you know striker slash sort of you know just 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 the big man up top and 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 i said last week i I don't see him as that type of player i i i said i didn't think it would work and i i don't think it worked but what what do you guys think maz what do you think of of the big man zaniolo i look I, I don't want to blame him too much because how many games has he probably played as a striker anyway? I'm filling the boots of Amaro Icardi is, is not an easy feat. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to berate him too much, but um, having, having brought the topic of the striker, I think, I think Icardi maybe should have started maybe the first 20, 30 minutes. How many, how many of the minutes he was fit for? Just let me finish. Cause it sounds pretty dumb when I say it. But I don't want to say presence. it's dumb, but I was like, wait, start? I'm not usually still the way around, right? <laughs> wait, they, they, they let, let me finish and I'll see if you guys agree with me. Icardi's presence alone again. completely changes the way our opponents play against us. So in the in the first half, especially, we saw 
a lot of Fatih Karagumruk pressing in, in our half. They were pressing us a lot. They were mm-hmm. playing a lot of high press. Mm-hmm. You can't do that when you have a Cardi behind you because the midfielders are going to be thinking there's a Cardi right behind me. If, he, if the ball goes behind us and into his feet, it's a goal or he's going to assist. He's going to create some, he's going to do something. But with Zaniolo, mm-hmm. they're thinking, oh, it's Zaniolo. We'll, we'll be able to handle him. It's not, a, it's not a position that he's used to. He's got a lot of pressure on top of him. So for that reason, I do think that maybe we should have started with Ikari, use him for 30 minutes, whatever, take him off, sub on Zaniola or Gomez, which anyway, I don't want to talk about Gomez. Um, <laughs> that's the, that's what, what I have to say about that. But I, look, he, he, Zaniola tried. Um, he, he got the ball, tried to turn, shoot. A lot of it didn't work out. He gave up the ball a lot. But I don't want I don't want to dwell on it too much. He was he was completely out of position. It would, it's it's going to be unfair to to crap on him. Just the role he has to play, like with the back to the goal, it just didn't fit him. He just couldn't, you know, he couldn't really deal with it. He's it's, not really that type of player. Exactly. Yeah. He he. You can definitely see that he's more of you know a winger type player that he, he uses his pace, some of his trickery. But in the middle, when you're being marked by like two defenders, nah, that's too much for him. He did get the chances. I think he got like two, three good chances actually, but unfortunately wasn't uh, able to net it in. And speaking of those chances, I think one of which, um, you know, the last side plays were actually, you know, shouting for a potential penalty. I don't know if you guys remember. Yep. yep. Batuan uh, yep. Shen, you know, he, he, yeah, I mean, he touched the ball, but what do you guys think on that? Should that, should, should have that been a penalty or not? Yeah, I'm, I'm going yes. to say this. Yep. For me, this is 1,000% a penalty. If you go back and you watch it slowly, before, he, before the keeper ever touches the ball, because the, the main argument here is, well, the player just hit the ball and then you know whatever happens after that happens, right? But if you watch it back and you play it slowly, before the keeper even touches the ball, Zaniolo's right foot is trapped underneath the keeper. He takes out Zaniolo's right foot. As the keeper touches the ball, Zaniolo's already falling from that. So regardless, if he took, if he touched, you know, if he touched the ball or not, he stopped the player from scoring clearly. You know, this is a clear goal scoring chance and he stopped the player from scoring. So I don't see how it can't be a penalty. And I was, I, I, honestly, I was shocked that that wasn't given. That's another, you know, tragic moment in this match because I think that that could have really changed things, but wasn't given, man. Couldn't believe it. It is tragic, but I don't think this is one of those games where we can complain about the ref too much. Um, yeah, okay, it's 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 a penalty. It's a penalty, but there's also a lot of things that we could look at ourselves first. Um, if we if we're gonna blame this this game on the ref as well, I think we need to take a look at ourselves. Honestly, nah, I don't think anyone's blaming no. the ref this time around. No, no shot. When you get two penalties. I don't think you have the luxury. Exactly. I know it's like if, if they're penalties, well, you still got to give them. Even if there's three or four penalties in the game, you should still give them. But mm-hmm. most of the, the, the things that happen, it's all our own fault. There's nothing cr- like really controversial throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, w- like regarding the Zaniolo thing, dude, I th- the problem <laughs> with Zaniolo is he's still young, bro. This kid came here to prove himself. And what is he trying to do? I mean, prove himself. Yeah, and he has way too much pressure on him. He's passing when he should be shooting. He's shooting when he should be passing. These are the like things that young people that don't have like experience do. That's why Icardi is Icardi, man. We'll talk about the thing that he did, which was kind of stupid, and even admitted himself afterwards. But 
we couldn't we, we it's kind of dumb to expect um Zani Olo to do anything this game. It, it really is. I don't know. I I thought that he would do fine and he did actually get the positions to do fine, but that mm-hmm. last like decision that he made constantly screwed himself over. Which is too bad. No, I feel the same. Like, uh, give the guy some slack. It's first time, like, for us starting in the striker position. That's a huge position to. Yeah, fill. I can't. I can't blame him. I can't blame him. Just and then the Okan Hodger really didn't have much other choice because I, I think we should go into Cardi a little bit. When dude, when he came in, he kind of looked like he really wasn't in form. Like he was like very off today. I mean, yes, I keep saying mm-hmm. today, he was very off. The, the touches. The the shots, the penalty, the penalty. I don't know why, Kari, what are you doing, bro? What kind of panenka is that, man? <laughs> Who does a panenka to the right side, bro? Can someone please explain that <laughs> to also, me? And also, when you're 2-3 down still at that point, like we need a goal. Yeah, there's, bro. There's no need for showboating at that point. Yeah. That- there was also <laughs> another position, bro. We were like four on three and he's trying to dribble mm-hmm. past the yeah, defender yeah. and then we completely screwed up a uh, uh, really like scoring position. Yep, Straight up yep. like that. That was a bit late yeah. in the game, but yeah, true, true. Yeah, that Panenka was was terrible. That that's something you do on FIFA when you're up four 0 five 0 It's not something you <laughs> exactly. do when you're down you two three do. at your own half. Um, especially a Panenka like that. He did a Panenka to the right. If you're gonna Dude, do a Panenka, move hell? straight through the middle. It's, it's that's what Panenkas are for. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Um, look, if he took a normal penalty and missed, I'd say, look, you know, it's fine. Even though. He's missed three now out of seven, and I don't think he should take a penalty again for the rest of the season. Um, like, give it to Keram, give it to Sergio, don't give it to Akari. I mean, Sergio but just scored I, one like twenty minutes ago. Why not let yeah, him yeah, take yeah. it again? He, he 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 did. That's exactly right. He scored one, and the thing is as well. Before we got um, Sergio, when he was in Porto, he was the set piece specialist. He was doing everything, and mm-hmm. I don't know why um, he's not being trusted more. But having said that... Did you that, see his first penalty, though? It was not a good penalty, nah, to be honest with Sa- you. Sergio's? Yeah, it was it not a good penalty. Bad. It wasn't Bro, It wasn't the best was penalty. But if, he, if he chose the right corner, it would be savable, honestly. It would have been laughable. Like People would have said, what kind of penalty is that if Batuan picked the right side? Yeah, but these are ifs and buts and what ifs. Or uh, Stadur. But then the yeah, question... It, it didn't, I mean, it yes, didn't happen. Is, is it worse than Ikari's penalty? Yeah. No, of course, that's, that's, I mean, it's not worse. But I mean, if he picked the wrong side, we would have said, oh, look, Icardi, what kind of uh, balls does he have to do a Panenka to the right side, you know, if he actually scored that. You see what I'm saying? Both are bad mm-hmm. in my book. Uh, yeah, you're right in that perspective, but I just don't like the Panenka. It rubs me the wrong way, but it's Mauro Icardi. I guess that's, it's, it's a package deal. You get that. The yeah, def- I mean, I would rather Rashid or Mertens take the pen or even Kerem. Like, give it to Kerem. Give it to Kerem. Was it an, um, I should say, was it an order by like Okamburg that Icardi is just a set penalty taker? Because at that point in the, the game, he he only had one touch. Like the penalty is basically second touch in the game. And mind you, throughout the entire game, he only had five touches with the ball. So just like Emre said before, like he wasn't really in the game. But to take a penalty when you're that cold and you just touch the ball only like once, that that's just... I don't know if that's on Okan or on the player just wanted to take himself. I think it might be actually Nicardi because we're playing at home. If he scores that one, you know, we'll have the song playing again. The whole stadium will be lit up, but that's just not a smart decision. I also don't know why it wasn't Sergio or someone else. Kerem, I'm not sure you know, about, but... 
Yeah, go ahead, Emir. I was gonna say, you know what's also what didn't also help that it took them five minutes to give the penalty, and he's over there just waiting, kind of like you know. Drove the hype down, True. adrenaline down. Mm-hmm. Maybe that also affected Icardi. Also, the I don't, first what did you guys penalty. think of the penalty? Yeah, you guys thought the penalty was a pen on Rashidza? Um, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm gonna be completely not biased and say it's 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 questionable. It's questionable for sure. I if if the other if the other loser club was to get that penalty, we would have called bullshit. I think. I don't think it's a clear cut penalty. Yeah. I think it's one of those ones that are depends on the ref kind of pen. Um, but having said that, there's a lot of pens that the refs haven't given us, so I'll I'll take it. I'm not going to sit here and say oh, shouldn't yeah. have been a pen. Well, yeah. I'll take that any day of the week after. No, I think everything I think that's this happened one, this season. Normally, I'm a penalty negative or like critical of pens. You know, I'm usually the guy that says you're always like, in the gray zone. Exactly. Like, ah, no. Usually I'm like, nah, that's not a pen, right? But with this one, actually, I think this one is actually a pen because Rashica is basically kind of sandwiched between two players. I know that one tackles and the other one doesn't do too much, but still, I think this one is actually a penalty and I think this one was correctly given. It was um, it was body on body though. It was shoulder to shoulder, if you think about nah, it. Still, I don't know. I, I think if he didn't give this one, I wouldn't have complained as much. Yeah, and that's exactly sure. what I'm saying. That's like, yeah, okay. It's it's a bit subjective, is what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, we'll take it. But if he didn't give it, I don't think I would have complained about it either. And like, if he didn't give the handball pen, I would have been furious. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, that for one sure. before. Yeah, in the first half. True, true. What do you think, John, on this one? I I always to, talk about pens. So yeah, I, I'd I'd have to. There's not much more I can say. I. I fully agree. Like, I, I don't know. Who? Like, well, the thing is with the Rashitsa one, I didn't, you know, it's, I don't think it's like a main talking point. Like, it's one of those where, like, he gave the penalty and you're like, ah, okay. Like, if he didn't give it again, you'd kind of be saying the same thing. But, like, for me, it was the other one that I'm all hyped up about, the one in the first half on Zaniolo. Like, for me, that was one where I was like, you know, what the hell? What's going on? But, uh, I don't know. It was, ah. Whether he gives it or not. Do you think it, it might have been AM? Do I think what? Do you think it might have been AM? So in terms of like, oh, they probably saw that, oh, wow, we didn't give this penalty. Now uh-huh. we have to give them a penalty, you know, which is probably mm. more 50-50 when we didn't give them that kind of penalty. Mm. It could have been that as well. Because this is how Turkish refs operate in Turkey. <laughs> they like yeah. to balance the games out, right? <laughs> yeah, they want to balance. Especially they they want to make it 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite possible. You know, actually, we, I forgot to uh, touch up on the subject, but Tefefe came out, or was it Mehake, came out and they like said, oh, basically, we are aware that the refs have been making uh, terrible decisions as of late, and they want to mitigate that, so they started arresting some of the refs. But <laughs> this was in response to the other games. I think it was Konya and Basakshe when they were complaining about their games, and another team I can't remember. Um, but what do you guys think? Do you think the refs are actually going to take some responsibility from that one, or do you think it's all a show? Nah, sure. no. It's a shit show, bro. From top to, to bottom, total shit show. <laughs> and okay, look, I get it that you say that you're wrong, etc. But if you don't change, like it holds no meaning, right? Like, okay, it's nice. Well, that they you they it, are resting more more refs now, so they are they did do something <sighs> instead of just saying. 
I'm still you skeptical know? about it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still skeptical. Oh, of course, about it. you know. We've seen it in the past already. Uh, yeah, so. I'll I'll believe it when I see it, bro. I'll believe it when I see it. all these these are words. These are just it's meaningless to me. <laughs> Anything they yeah, say they is meaningless unless they unless they make actions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I just wanted to just point that out. I found it funny. That's when they come and say something when it's other teams complaining, but when it's us, when we're getting screwed, ah, yeah, no, in one ear out the other. Do you guys? Uh, well, yeah. Do you guys want to get into some? viewer questions i think we have a couple of them actually i just want to say one thing before we uh, go to the viewer questions sure i don't know i wonder what or i shouldn't say i wonder i feel like what okan did during the halftime was say like we're playing at home like play like it because the second half uh, bro fatih Karagun was completely outplayed they, they had like nothing to show for in the second half I felt like we did change quite a bit from the first half towards the second half. You think that was by design from Pirlo's side or was it because we were actually playing that well? I think, personally, I would say it's more from our side. I think we just stepped up a bit more, which, you know, can happen like a, a small pep talk, motivational talk, and talking about what went wrong. Because, again, like I said in the first half, I felt the, the build-up from our side in the first half wasn't as strong. We usually, I mean, we do this more often than not, but we usually attack like in a 3-1-6 type way where there are just too many plays up front. In the second half, I felt like our two DMs, like Torreira and Oliveira in this case, they were more, you know, basically there to build up together and then move the yeah. ball forward. We were just we got a... less direct in a way. Torreira, yeah. man, we didn't touch up on him. Dude, th this guy is insane. Alaikum, my he's way too good for our league. We're just way too good. Okay, thank you. I don't know how we managed to pull him off, but he's just way too good for our league. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many times okay, okay, like, thank you. we have to say this. Like, it, It's ridiculous how good this guy is. He's just... I think he had one bad game this whole season. Yeah. Just one bad yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I recall us, you know, everyone agreeing he had a really off game. But aside from that, oh my lord, man, like... I, I don't know. He's just incredible. This guy's amazing. Yeah, especially in, especially in that second half. That was a masterclass. It yeah. was man of, the, man of the second half for me, if that was the yeah. thing. He's everywhere, <laughs> man. You, you know, I, I saw a movie recently. What was it called again? Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's, that's I need to watch that. That's Torreira, bro. That, that is, that is Torreira. Man moving through all dimensions <laughs> yeah. to be everywhere. Yeah. Octopus. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, yeah. man. I, I, I didn't think that we would ever fully replace Felipe Melo. Like we had Fernando who, I, who was really good, but like for me, Felipe Melo is my favorite player. But like, dude, what, like what, what, Torreira, what, what, what am I going to say? Felipe Melo is better than Torreira? How, how dare I say that? Like, it, you know, he's just, I don't know. He's crazy, man. Dude, and he almost had a banger, dude. His, he yeah. shot outside the box. <laughs> dude, if that went yeah, in, right. oh my god! I got out of my, I got out of my chair, bro. Yeah. I thought it was in. Oh my god! I think my heart stopped <laughs> in that second. I, I, man, it was like the dying minutes too, right? I think it was like minute, yeah, uh, yes. yeah. That would have been yeah, total scenes. Really sick. Total. It, it was, total it was the closing minutes, which I do appreciate seeing. We, um, I know we touched on saying that we didn't give up until like the final minute. Minute, we were, we were giving him hell. Um, there was there was a there was a few opportunities. Um, Torreira had that almost banger. Um, there was one where the ball I think was crossed in and Icardi slipped. Mm. Yeah. There was one where mm. Sergio took a nice shot, but it went out of orbit into a different <laughs> galaxy. Into space. Yeah, yeah, went into a different galaxy. Went out of the Milky Way. Um, um I just wanted 
Did you guys notice that as well? There was a few players slipping today. Was it, was it raining in Istanbul like the day before? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm actually not But sure. I, I did notice Icardi yeah. in particular. That's what I'm saying. This guy was not ready, man. He He's playing with an injury, basically. That's what the whole just said. He's playing with an injury. Maybe with post not clarity, I don't know. Maybe he's just not on it, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> no testosterone left. Maybe it was just. I mean, you know, you know what I mean, right? So, he was with Wanda Yenge the whole night. Yeah, is yeah, what you're exactly. saying? Yeah, yeah, yep. probably. And talking about injured players, one player that we have that I still don't get how he was injured and recovered, bro. Abdul Kerim, like Nazar Demesin, but he was supposedly, you know, to be out, right? But like he's, it's like nothing, like nothing happened to him. He's just, you know, strong on. He's also not being subbed. I hope it stays this way. The will of Allah. It's the, <laughs> okay. o- it's the only, oh, it's the only, you know, reasonable explanation, bro. Like it, it has to be. I don't know how he's done this. I think like everyone was like, oh my God, like he's out for a month or the and rest then of the Allah season. To see Khan Ihan or whatever. And then, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't but imagine no, no. that. Allah everyone said, was no, like, no, no. season sold. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> Terminator, bro. I'm gonna start calling him Terminator from now on. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Because <laughs> he he plays like yeah. it. Yeah, he's so aggressive, dude. always forward. I love, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't have any more things to say. I think Oliveira and Mertens were pretty decent. Mertens, okay, Mertens wasn't at his best, but still decent enough. Moves the game around, but overall, I still think we played a pretty good game. Even when you draw, like if when you draw and you can still say my team played well, that should say something. Mm-hmm. In the at, at the end of the day, yeah. I played mostly in their half, um, which is also a good sign. Um, yeah, look, well, well, their keeper had the highest score, bro, <laughs> or one of the highest scores. <laughs> one last thing that I, keep anyway. It, that is also true. Yeah. Uh, can um, we just talk about that for a second? He's mm-hmm. technically he's a Gals today player. Mm-hmm. He played a he played a phenomenal game uh, against us. He's he's a young kid. He stayed composed. Um, what's his name? Batuan Shen or Batuan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Batuan yeah. Shen. He's 24 years old. He's on loan from Gaz today for the listeners who wasn't initiated. Um, just hats off to him. He played phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And it always happens to us anyway. It's either our ex players or our loanees that that have an amazing yeah, game against us. Yeah, but I was just us. gonna say that our ex players always show up against us. But when it comes <laughs> to like Fener or Besiktas. They always like shit the bed. Yeah, I guess I guess they're just extra motivated to try to. Pr- they want to play on the yeah, man. Just trying to prove themselves yeah. and saying, you know, next season I I I need a spot in in the squad. You know, so I understand that, but it's <laughs> my god, bro. It's so frustrating seeing that sometimes. Yeah. Like you know, bro, isn't that prove yourself against Fenerbahce or Besiktas? Don't prove yourself against us, bro. We got a title to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But isn't it also nah. weird that, that that there's like not a clause for something like this? Because let's say... Um, isn't this a thing in the Premier League side? It's, it's, it's a thing in Real Madrid for sure. Yes, it is. A th- it's a thing with... I mean, I don't know about all leagues, of course, but in Premier League, yeah, they usually do that. Like uh, if, if, if a lone player has to face his own like club, they're not allowed to play usually. Mm. Because like if he plays well, which he actually does want to do, but he does damage to his own club, right? But if he plays bad, then it's kind of sketchy too. That's kind of corrupt. I mean, you have to actually play good. So there should be... Because there's a conflict of interest in this case. I think those right. type of plays shouldn't Like John Ed Adkin giving away the most dumbest penalty to Fenerbahce. Uh, Man was like literally this. acting like a bird in the box <laughs> with his hands out. 
and gave him a free pen like in the dying minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that it should like <clears throat> because even beforehand right uh, Fatih Karagumrik was supposed to because uh, what's the other keepers called again the Italian dude I forgot his name with the mustache and they say he's suspended and Batuan Shen was supposedly injured and you already heard the noises like uh, you know the, the, the main keeper took oh, a they're selling. purpose exactly and he's injured because he's gonna face his own club mm. so you get that but let's say I mean, he did play and he had a shocking game. Then again, you would hear the same noises, right? It's like never-ending cycle in my books. I think he's just, he should just not Let be the birds doll. cry, man. Let them cry. Um, and the last thing I wanted to say before we move on to some listener questions is I'm, I'm really, really happy that all of our players who were one yellow card away from suspension didn't get carded. Um, so players like Bowie, uh, Oliveira, Icardi, they're all fit basically, to play against Besiktas. We're not going to miss any of them unless yep. they get injured. That's our championship again. game, by the way. I think Absolutely. that will be our championship game. 100% it is, bro. Yep. Do we talk about that before going into the listener questions? Sure. Yeah, we could. We could, yeah. Yeah, screw it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be playing away to Besiktas in our next game, guys. And I just want to reiterate, this game is so important for us, not only from a championship perspective, but for me personally, we've never won away there ever since they opened up their new stadium. And that's driving me insane. It's driving me insane. We broke almost every single record there is to break this season. That is the one record I think we need to break to like fully, sim like mm -hmm. to put the, 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 the hand down and say, this is my season and I deserve this. Champions like elect. You to, exactly. Dude, I, I don't know. Besiktas is in good form. Their attacking trio is very, very good. So that's the one place I'm concerned in. Their defense is not great. They give up a lot of positions. Even against Umrani, I watched the, the highlights for that game. They gave a lot of positions away. And Umrani, they don't have the quality to finish. Just, I mean, just to say. Umrani, like. <laughs> yeah, they're like literally last place right now. But... Again, dude, this is Umrani and you're giving away this many positions. It's uh I'm pretty sure they're quite concerned with it as well. Their their defense isn't the greatest right now, but they're confident because they know they play well at home and their offense is pretty good. I gotta say, I remember I told you guys Abu Bakar is a crazy striker. He's really good, man. Mm -hmm. And I was concerned about him. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, no, like you like you mentioned, this is um this is just a massive match, man. There's no other way to put it. Like this is, if we can come away from this with three points, then we're at the finish line, man. Like we're pretty much right there. And it's going to be tough, man. Obviously we're away. That's never an easy game. And uh, they're, it's not like they're not playing for anything. They're playing for a lot as well, man. They're, I think- they're Second place. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're eight points behind first. So I highly doubt they're going to win the league, but you know- they're they're in there, man. They're in the mix. Like they can take second place, you know. And it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a really tough match. So if we can come away with that with three points, then like that just we we pretty much solidify ourselves, I think, and let everyone know like we're not fucking we're not fucking around here. Like this is serious. I you know? mean, look, you how many derbies did you win this season? And if you take this derby as well, like Bizamid, bro, like yep. you deserve the championship at that <laughs> yep, point. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Like, bro, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough said, bro. Please, <laughs> just yeah. We really, yeah. we really, if we do win, just just like you said, right? If we do win, 
it's it's pretty much written in the stars at this point. We like mentioned, um, like Emir mentioned in the beginning, we haven't won there since their new stadium opened, and I think that's like around 2015, 16, I think. Um, Back when Rikering was the mm, coach, oof. Uh, Dutch brethren of yours, <laughs> Jan Olde Rikering, yes, yes. Um, we just we really we really got to do it. It it it. Like you said, though, it doesn't help that Pistach is in tremendous form. I can't remember the last time they actually lost a match. I think it's been a good two months, three months at least, probably. Or since Channel came, I don't think they just lost that many. They're really up for it. We're really up for it. Hopefully it's a good match and uh, we'll come away with uh, at least a draw. I just don't want to lose. That's... that's yeah. That's the one thing I'm hoping. I, I do you guys, uh, yeah, do you guys want to give? Do you wanna, sorry, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll pass it off to Maz. But do you guys want to give predictions and then head into the listener questions? Sure. What do you think, yeah. Maz? <sighs> predictions ahead of the uh, derby against Besiktas. We're away, so I'm going to say three-one for us. Obviously. Oh, oh god! Damn. Wow. Think, okay. Okay. okay I think, All right. I think Ikari scores two. And I can sense Kedam scoring and assisting one. <laughs> I can totally see that, man. Kedam is, dude, Kedam shows up big time in derbies. He does. Big time. Let's see. Let's see. John? I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with a classic, classic score Oof. of 2-1. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, totally classic. I think Akardi is just. I I think he's uh like he knows he fucked up, and I think he's he, he's up to prove something now. So yeah, I'm gonna say two one with Akardi scoring. Another both. man who loves derbies. Yeah, he does. He really does. And you know what I think? I think I'm gonna pass it off to Sadi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, again. Ah, just to be expected. Last time you did surprise me. I wasn't there. Listen back, right? But this time, nah. You're not gonna get me with that one. You like my segues, right? <laughs> I do, I do. Um, bada bing, bada boom. So far, we've turned up in pretty much all the big games. There's no reason for me to think that we won't get away with actually a win here as well. I, I, I'm gonna echo what John says. I think it'll be a a two-one victory. Um, not a one-nil. I think Bishtash, just like Emir said before, they have a tremendous uh, attacking trio up front. A mm. uh, bit on the older side, maybe, but still, you know, they do their thing. Um, yeah, they, uh, they can a two do one. their work. Yeah, especially you know, even you know, even after receiving like a red card or something away, they can do uh, pretty much a lot of damage. You know, score like four. Well, we saw how that went. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, still can't believe that happened, <laughs> but okay. So, all right. We got our score That's what predictions. I think, but also what I hope. What you hope. Yeah, I mean, we all hope that we go get away with a win, right? Everyone mm -hmm. would want their team to win. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. With right. that said, I think we finally move on to the listener questions. We uh, blue-balled our listeners enough. All right. So, we have the first... Ah, this question is a little bit of a repetitive stance from what we already talked about. But let's just... Let me ask it and we get on with it quickly. At Mice Aslan asks, apparently Gomez's apology has been accepted. Do you guys think this was the right move? Uh, yeah, we touched on that already. For me, couldn't give two shits about his apology, to be honest. I think, I don't know, man. He, 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 right he, he showed to me what kind of professional he is, what kind of person he is. So I don't really give a shit about his apology anymore. And after this season, uh, good luck in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. Uh, I'm go ahead if any of you have anything else to add. Um, yeah, what I'll say is <sighs> apology. I also don't care as much to be honest. You you have a contract. You have to just you know play football. There's no reason for him to uh, deny it. So yeah, he's basically forced to play football. This is not me uh, um, bringing certain topics of the past, you know, back to the present, mm-hmm. like slavery, etc. But yeah. now you have to play. <laughs> There's no two what? ways about it. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. swear to God. <laughs> I'm right. going to get cancelled for this. Anyway. <laughs> You're taking notes from Summit, aren't you? <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's, that's- yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Maz, do you have anything else to add? I'm going to wrap this up. I'm, I'm going not going to add one. anything after what Sally said. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe he echoes what I, I says as he uh, follows Chelsea, right? I mean... What are these low blows, bro? Focus, nah, on your own club. Focus on your own club. You guys are losing the title. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Ooh. Man City's coming, Chats bro. Right. All, all, they're on your asses. Focus on... Don't worry about Chelsea. Just leave us, leave us to die in peace. <laughs> oh my god yeah, so, but from, from what I recall you, you kind of said the same as me right in the beginning you also said like I mean you have a contract you just you know you, you had to be professional just write it out and then yeah, yeah look you, I'm just gonna be the bigger guy here like Gal said I, I was all like dude I'm all, all for giving people second chances to make up for it and, and, and on a good note because I don't want anyone like he dude look at what he did in the beginning of the season it'd be a shame for him to leave on the note, he would have left if he didn't apologize. So it's let him me- try. And if it was a meme huh? at some point, right? It was a meme at some point, like how Fener yeah. usually get penalties. We always got the 80 plus winner from him. Just that one shot, one goal. Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. And you don't know, you might need him again later in, in the remaining game. Exactly. So it's just, it's, and if the, look, if the Hoja accepted his apology and told him come train, I'm going to go with the Hoja at the end of the day. Is that, a, is that a is that a shout out to you, Hojam Worth, Worthy? What you usually do in every episode, right? Shout out to my Hojam, <laughs> bro. All right, all right. Notice me, Hojam. I'm always uh looking out for you. Got your back. All right. Our next question is from at Bariello. Why did we buy Yusuf Demir, and what does his future hold at GS? Oh, that's right. He was on Good the bench. Question. He was on the bench. Yeah, noticed. Yusuf got screwed just like I feel purely based on the foreign limit man like what what are we gonna do with him what are, what are we gonna do with Yusuf with this with this foreign limit like please tell me who who is he re- ever replacing in the starting 11 you know I don't I still don't know what kind of player he's supposed to be he doesn't seem like a winger but at the same time he doesn't look like a number 10 or like a, like an attacking midfielder I don't know like even if you if there was no foreign limit, how are you supposed to play him? I I don't know why we even bought him. To be quite frank with you, <clears throat> man, this is such a good question, especially now that you know our Yusuf fanboy Yasin isn't here, or our Yusuf hater Summit, who just hates him because he's caught in his land, whatever. Um. <laughs> no, he hates him for what he did when he first came. Because yeah. when we were trying to uh, <laughs> interview him, mm. he's like, "I speak Turkish." Why are you talking to me in English yeah. when the guy asked him like 20 times in Turkish before that? <laughs> how he feels and stuff, asking him questions. So it was kind of off-putting. And I get where Summit's coming from mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Um, Yusuf Demir, yeah, good question. What do we do with him? He just appeared on the bench, but like, 
first of all, I think you both are right in this, as in, like, what type of player is Yusuf anyway? Because he's not a, he's not a winger like Milot. Or a traditional winger, I exactly. would say. Exactly. He's not a, like a, an actual winger like Rashica. He's also not an, you know, inside forward type like Kerem. He's like somewhere in the middle. I mean, not in the middle. He feels more like a, just a... Technically, he looks good. But besides that, I don't see much else. And we haven't seen much else uh, from him. I feel like the best kind of winger he can be is like... What Pep has Bernardo Silver play. Mm-hmm. In his games, right? Like, he's not, like, the winger you expect either. And he wasn't. He was a midfielder, if I recall. For some reason, Pep started playing him on the right wing. And it's been working. Right, right? wing back even. Yeah. But that's right. Yeah, I know. crazy. He's a <laughs> crazy chaos type uh, coach. But... Yeah, he screwed me so much in my uh, fantasy league. <laughs> yeah, I will he, never forgive you. He never, does never it to everyone, bro. Don't worry. That's the uh, pep roulette. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But Yusuf, but yeah, yeah. I think, I think just in this current system, if if any position would fit him, I think it would be actually it would be the ten roll. I would say I don't think he's a winger. It doesn't look like he has the pace for it. Again, from the few games that we've seen him, yeah, that's the issue. He's but, so slow, man. But also, like John said, he's just because he's young. You know, you can't really trust him yet as much to be a pivotal player in these type of games, and. Another thing that he has against him is he's not a Turk. I mean, he is, but also isn't because he's played four games for Austria. He can't classify or choose for the Turkish national team anymore. And he's screwed by that. Again, if the rumors are true, which we've uh, communicated multiple times that next season, this foreigner rule will probably be gone. I I expect him to be, you know, a lot more present on the field. Again, he's still 19, right? So still has room to grow. Um, But for now... He's he's just cannon fodder. He's just there. <laughs> I don't expect. <laughs> Honestly, him to even I think come his uh, I think his attitude is probably the limiting factor here. Because look, even if there's a foreign limit, bro, if you're good, you'll play. You'll take that position. True. Yeah, and he's not taking okay, anyone's so. position. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, like. So like, if, what if the Hoja needs to, if the Hoja needs to resort to Rashitsa at number ten and not you, then there's something wrong with you, bro. That that's is that's my personal very opinion. True. Very true. You gotta own it, right? You gotta earn it, basically. Through yeah, training, bro. whatever. Show something. And Look if you at, again, we're going back to Keren, bro. This kid hired a mental coach, apparently, mm-hmm. to get his thoughts in order and just focus on getting better. Okay? If this kid can do it, so can you. Just because you play that Bartha doesn't mean you're, you're owed anything, bro. Also, if you were that good, they would have kept you. On, on Keren. Yeah. Um, bro, he's taking every free kick. I know it's random, but right now he's like taking every set piece, basically, right? <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed that in P- game Pretty two. much from any range, any range yeah, free kick, exactly. every corner. Normally you everything. see Oliveira, it's like, it yeah. doesn't matter what range, he'll, he'll take it. <laughs> yeah. He owns it. But he's very predictable. That's the only problem with Keram. He always does the same kind of shot. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've noticed that. He loves it kind of... He lobs it, if that makes sense. There's not as much pace behind it, when he, especially the, exactly. when he does from far. Yeah, it's like, like a lofted ball over will the pick top. Her, mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll pick, pick it up, you know, pick up on it, and they'll start adjusting eventually. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's it, right? Moving. Yeah, no, there's one more question, but again, this one is uh, 
something we touched upon, but I'll ask it anyway. At DZ, DZ26 asks, how did you like Zaniolo's performance at the 9? I guess I'll add something to that. Would you want to see him again? Hated it and no. It, oh, let me add, if there was literally no more strikers available, if Cardi was, let's say, injured and or not available, same with Gomez. Would you try it again, but in a different way? Not really. I'd, just, I'd rather use Bardish, to be honest with you. Because at least I, yeah. I've seen Bardish play there against Fenerbahce and he shredded them. So I, I just... I don't, well, I, that I, is Fenerbahce. Let's, let's, yeah, let's uh, yeah, I, I, lower the gears uh, a little uh, bit. Yeah, that's total facts. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't I know. I don't, I don't see but Abdul Kidim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For me, Zaniolo is... Uh, no, that's, that's not his position. Uh, I, I would uh, I would want to see it. I just... Mm, not in the way we play right now. I think he would suit more uh, a counter-attacking type of football. So we sit back ourselves a bit more, soak the pressure in, and then launch him uh, to run behind the lines. Mm. I mean, basically... I mean, it's kind of the same what Baris did, to be fair, with Fener too. But that's that's more the way I see him play. Um, right. And not like yeah, Icardi, because Icardi, like the the thing we praise about him, right? He brings other plays into into the play as well. He he mm-hmm. creates for others too. I don't see Zanilli doing that as much. He seems more, yeah, just more direct in that way. Maybe, if he was older and more composed, I would have been on the same page as well, yeah. But again, maybe it just takes time. He just, again, he's a recent transfer. Um the reason he left is because, well, he was not going to play as much at Roma anymore. Maybe it just takes time and he'll grow into that role. But for now, only in a certain way I would use him. Otherwise, yeah, rather, uh, I guess, Barish, like John said. We've seen that once at least. So, and it was good. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else to add to that. Yeah. If you guys do. I guess that's, that wraps it up, I guess. Wraps it yep. up, yeah. Yep. All right. It's good, it's good talking with you lads. It's great. Great talk. Um, and again, thank you, everyone that tuned in and listened to us. This has been episode 53 of the Lions Den. Uh, follow us at Lions Den GS on Twitter and on Instagram. If you have listener questions, leave us um, any question you'd like to answer. And also, if you guys are interested, we have a Discord. Hit us up for your private invite, and you'll be rewarded with the GOAT status when you join. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, yeah, take care, everyone. Peace out. Peace. Bak, ben bunları konuşmak istemiyorum. Fakat burada olmayacak şeyler oluyor. Bak, hoş değil. Bak, yanlış. Burada bir tarih var. Bu tarihi burada yok ettiler. Tamam, bu tarihi burada yok ettiler. Ben daha fazla hiçbir şey söylemeyeceğim.